Good morning, everyone. It's Dr. P, and welcome to another episode of the Daily Inspirational Podcast. So I'm really excited about today's podcast. Today, I have a very special guest. Her name is May Lee, and she's been a friend of mine for over 20 years. Many, many years ago, she came in to see me in my practice with some physical ailments, which we're going to talk about uh, briefly on the podcast anyway. Uh, and I didn't realize that it had been 20 years since we met. She was 11 years old when she first came to see me, and now she's 31 years old. It's just amazing to see how fast time flies. But over these years, um, somehow, Maylee and I have grown and developed a relationship that is very much like a father and a daughter. And I think of her as a daughter. She's an amazing woman and she's come so far. And today she's coming on the podcast to just have an impromptu chat with me about some of the challenges that she's had to overcome in her life and how awareness has helped her to see herself in a new light. And to be honest with you, for all the years I spent with her, she picked my brain so often about certain conditions and certain emotions and, you know, was always thirsty for knowledge to try to make herself better. And after going through today's podcast with her, man, I was so impressed with the woman she's become and how much she's learned. And she has a phenomenal message to leave for all of us, but even more importantly, for the people in the youthful generation who are just trying to get through the, the early stages of the difficulties of life, she has great words of wisdom. And I can't wait for you to hear it. I can't wait for you to experience her. And don't forget that if you flip over to my YouTube channel, uh, you'll see our interview on video as well. So without further ado, I'm just going to open up the conversation and uh, let it flow. So I hope you enjoy it. So I, I don't even know when it was. I was in that old office down on Hudson Main Street, which is now Subway. Yeah. You've seen the Subway. Yeah. How long, how long ago was it? I first saw you. It must have been a million freaking years ago. Um, I was 11, I believe. How old are you now? I know I shouldn't ask a lady yeah, her yeah, yeah. age. It's 31. Holy crap. Yeah. Tw I'll be 32 this year. 20 years? 20 years. We've known each other 20 years. Yeah. You're kidding me. No. It seems like yesterday. Yeah. You were 11. Yeah. I remember your mother brought you in to see me. You had some tummy thing going on and everything yeah. was a mess. Yeah. You were quiet, didn't say much. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I wasn't allowed to say much. True. Yeah. And of course, when you're around me, you can't shut me up. Yeah. Like, Who is this nut job of a guy? Yeah. Isn't that funny, though, after all those years? We're still together. Yeah. It's uh, awesome. How did this happen? Yeah. Great connection. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Which was, you know, you and I have had multiple conversations off of a microphone, right? We mm. should do a podcast together. Mm. I mean, because we know each other for all these damn years. And it started out with a little bit of chiropractic management, helping you to get through some stuff you were going through. And somehow we became close as really like a father and a daughter mm -hmm. scenario, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, definitely. I want to think of you less as a daughter now because you're you're a woman. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're 31 years of age and you're in control of your life. And so I... I don't think of you as my daughter from that way, but yeah. I think of you more as, you know, like a sister, but no, 
Yeah. <laughs> You're the kind of like the, the second daughter yeah. that I have in my life, and uh, I appreciate having that. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, listen, um, one thing that I wanted to just kind of throw in this podcast today was how, like, a lot of the struggles that people go through in this kind of young youthful environment i'm seeing it crazy with life coaching mm-hmm. kids are struggling like crazy mm-hmm. and it hasn't been that long ago since you were in that old arena yeah yeah <laughs> so you know i thought maybe we could chat a little bit about some of the crap that both and i have overcome in these 21 years of being together yeah you know and, it, a lot and, it, of it. and it goes back to like your like your brother i think of all your brothers mm. two of your brothers are are close to me and one even more so because i spent more time with him but what's that been like for you and and growing up with those knuckleheads and, and me on the backside? um yeah i mean i think i was definitely i never thought that i never had the idea of having like a sister because i just grew up with brothers brothers, and they've it's been hard because I didn't really have other than my mother a female influence I mean I had female influences but at a young age it's just me and my brothers right and um yeah I would try to keep up you can't even get rid of them can you no no we're we're a team yeah we're a team they're they're really all I have at this point yeah and me Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You're the third <laughs> you you're the third brother. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm the third brother from another mother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and speaking of your mother, she's probably listening right now. Probably. She, she's a stalker. She's like, oh, no, I am. I can yeah. see her right now screaming at me from behind, this, behind the microphone or, or whatever she's listening to. But your mom, Anne, was your greatest proponent. And she mm-hmm. brought you in to see me when you weren't feeling good. Yeah. And all these years, I've been taking care of you, not only from a physical aspect, but from that emotional standpoint. You know, and, and your mom and your dad have had their, their difficulties in their own world, but um, mm-hmm. there's always been at least one steady influence, I like to think anyway, which has been our relationship and you hanging out with me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, you were definitely someone, when I couldn't go to my parents or I didn't want to go to my parents, I would come to you. Yeah. And I mean, I have older cousins too, but they're doing their own thing and... You were always a consistent person in my life. You know, I think back, like, when it comes to you and I, like, there was a time when you were so young and impressionable that, I mean, I probably could have got you to jump off a damn bridge. Probably. But not today. Yeah, Not today. You know, I've seen such growth and development, and I didn't realize, like, I I obviously have a a life coaching business now, Mm -hmm. and, you know, you and I have chatted about some of of what that's about. But I, I really look back, and I think out of, I have maybe three or four people that are still with me as a, as a physician and as a friend from way back then, 20, 25 years ago. I have some that are almost full 30 years that have been right. with me. Yeah. But I think like the life coaching part of what I do is, uh, I have to say it as life coach because I think people will resonate with that. Yeah. But it's really about just sharing your life with somebody and hoping the very best that they see themselves in all of that yeah and i think that's something that i've seen in you personally is that you've been growing so much over time that our conversations well number one we have them now (laughs) when ann brought you in she can speak oh my god it was it was really cute to to have you around and what i found is that in our relationship and this kind of goes along with the podcast that i'm I'm about to put out I, i just i i just was finished recording it it's about spending time with people and realizing the impact 
that you actually have. Mm-hmm. So all this time, I'm thinking that I have this impact on your life and you know, and in your brother's lives as well, but more so with you. We've been together the longest, but in reality, it, it's a two way street, isn't it? Yeah, I hope so. It is. Yeah, yeah. Re- as much as you give me, I want to give back to you. Yeah, and so, you have. Yeah, good. and sometimes it's under you know, it's it's hard to define it, right? Yeah. The things that we do for other people, we're actually we believe that we're doing it for them, and I and maybe that's in the great spirit of of being human is we want to help each other but who always seems to get the most out of it when you're helping somebody we do yeah 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 you know when i've been down in the past and i've been in the dumps and a lot of different times and Mm. you were always there right yeah absolutely you know and sometimes it's not that you're going to give me the best perfect perspective that ever lived but it's and although you do Mm -hmm. but it's it's more about i'm here yeah i'm listening yeah Yeah. i'm here i'm listening and um the fact that you're there is more than anybody could ask for. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think about um, your own family, your own things that you've gone through, it's even though it's had its ups and downs, it's still pretty strong, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. I know that, like, in, despite how the dynamic of my family is, that they, when it comes down to it, they're there. Yeah. You know, even if they're not gonna. Give me, like you said, give me the best advice or whatever, but they're... Well, it's a family, isn't they're it? They're there, yeah. What the hell is more screwed up than family? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, isn't yeah. it funny, though? It's like, you and I were chatting this the other day. When it comes to siblings, yeah, it, there's always some sort of a rivalry or a rub that we get. We yeah. give it and we get it, right? Yeah, absolutely. But only we can give it to ourselves. Nobody else outside that family is welcome to pick on you. Yeah. Or pick on your brothers. Yeah without feeling the wrath of their siblings protecting them. Mm-hmm. It's so important yeah. that we embrace that and that we take care of each other. Mm-hmm. And then after we've gotten over that, then we want to kill our own family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're only allowed to touch each other. Like there's no That's right. Nobody else can get there, yeah. you know. You know, it, I find it amazing today that the young kids are just they're just running out of not running out of. I don't think they've ever developed the skills, these social skills and the cues to be able to see what's going on around them. I mean, you're still in the young bracket. What do you experience? What the hell do you see? Um, I don't see a whole lot, to be honest. Like, I've done, I've nannied a little bit here and there for yeah. some high school kids, middle school kids. And um, honestly, I think like, Social media, hate to bring that up, but like that's a huge. That's what they're into. That's that's just all they're into yeah. these days, and um, that's they're just comparing their lives to everyone else around the world, right? And not looking inward, not what? hanging out, not talking, having deep conversations with their friends, with their teachers, their parents. What do you think of that? Um, I think the human connection is the most important thing. Ah, having thank you for saying it. Having talks, just sitting and talking, right. even if it's about nothing. Yeah, and you get out, so yeah. you're out in nature. Yeah, and so am I. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really one of the keys. Yeah, the kids today and their inability. And nothing wrong with the kids. I don't. I don't want to say that anybody that's listening who's young is has a problem. Yeah, it's just the communication is so important. It always has been. Yeah, right. On my last podcast, I said that humans need tribes, mm-hmm. like bees need hives. Yeah. Because bees, you think about a beehive, right? Everybody's all, all the little bees are all doing their thing. Thousands of them, up to 30, 40,000 bees, all making what? Honey. Mm-hmm. They're all going out. It's all coordinated. It looks like hell, doesn't it? Yeah. It looks like a disordered mess of yeah. crap. But in reality, it's very well organized. Yeah. And they know what to do. 
and they work together. But without a queen, what good are they? Yeah, they need that the master. They need somebody direction. to direct it, right? Yeah. Then they need all the, the people, all the little bees that are under it that support the process. Mm-hmm. Some provide food. Some provide the nectar. Some create the eggs. I mean, they all work together. And this is really just a wonderful metaphor for humanity. Mm-hmm. We have to be able to look at each other and say, man, we need each other. Yeah. And I think that our relationship has been that. Absolutely. You know, we need it. Yeah. And yet I'm the older bee and you're the young bee. Yeah. You're a son of a bee as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, I learned from the best. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, yeah. my dear. Touche. Oh my God, it's just too funny. You yeah. Know? And I, when I look at the kids today and I look at even you, yeah. I mean, because it was long ago, you were just, you know, 18, 19. Heck, I, I met you when you were 11. Mm-hmm. And all your questions have been appropriate questions. How do I do this? And what would you do in that position? Mm. Well, how do you see this? I certainly can't live your life for you and you can't live your life for me. But heck, you've come a long way mm. from the way you used to process and think to yeah. something new. Yeah. And you've got an addition to your family. Tell me about that. Yeah, my little niece, Ada. How cute is that? Uh, it's the best thing. It It's a feeling that like I never knew existed or that I never knew I needed. Yeah. It's just this, I'd do anything for her. Do you think it's changed you? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, growing up, I think I've always had that in me. You know, I, kids are, you know, experimenting with alcohol and drugs in high school. Like I never drank. I was always the one that was driving everyone around. Make, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't make the set plan to be like, I'm going to be the one to take care of everyone. It just kind of happened that way. I didn't really feel a need to drink and I fell into that role. And um, kind of who you were. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And those are more responsible behaviors. Not that you were looking to be misresponsible. Yeah, no. Just no. that you were. Yeah. I mean, I've experienced my own things, but like, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of fell into it. So I think it was always there, but now having the little, yeah. the little baby there. It's, isn't it amazing? Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm very fortunate to have two wonderful children and a great wife. My wife is my hero. Mm-hmm. I love her. Um, but wow, man, my children came along and it changed my perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like really probably the most important thing in life is that in time, each year that goes by, your perspective just, it changes for the better, I hope, right? Yeah. I mean, if something negatively happened to one of us or to somebody we love or care about, it could blast your perspective to the moon. Oh, yeah. And then you turn into a negative pessimist. Yeah. And, and then you pollute people around you and you're not getting over anything. You're making everything worse. Yeah. Have you ever maybe seen some of that some in the old house yeah sometimes right absolutely and then you have to get over it yeah so what is it to get over the way you see it yeah i mean i think not reacting to everything that you see or experience reaction Mm -hmm. is is a big thing kind of taking a step back yeah letting letting yourself feel it and be patient with it yeah you know, like those emotions come and they beat the crap out of you. Yeah. And then we use them as weapons. Well, you want them to go away immediately. So what can I do? Right. Put up that wall. What can I do to yeah. make this better and so I don't feel this way? Did you use that as a coping mechanism in your in your years? Um. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I taught, To be honest, those years, I wasn't aware of anything really right. going on. I didn't know what the heck was going on with myself. Um, I just knew I felt a certain way and didn't know why didn't know how to fix it but luckily for me i had my mom that she's a 
she gets shit done right. if, when her kids are in pain or whatever she'll she'll do what she can right. not always in the best way or most appropriate way but, but her heart was in the right her place. heart definitely yeah, yeah. and yeah. she spent i don't know what two full years yeah doctor after doctor after doctor trying to figure it out right and and sometimes it's just we just need each other yeah that's a good way to calm us down so yeah. the stress doesn't knock us into hell yeah <clears throat> but, but you got to have the right people you do because you yeah. can't not everyone's gonna help you right just being there right they can hurt you more than they can help you do you, have you had to have people removed from your environment in order for you to grow or do you just put up with it um it's funny you say that for a while i just i feel like i'm pretty like laid back it's really hard to piss me off right um so over the years i just kind of dealt with certain people in my life that maybe annoyed me or I just didn't agree with certain things, but they were acquaintances. They hung out with my friends, uh, whatever. Yeah. But in the last, I'd say five years, I've definitely cut some people out just cause it's just an energy. I don't, I don't just don't, I'm big into like how I feel. Yeah. Like if something doesn't make me feel good, I don't want it. And so I just kind of, do you think that's part of the awareness that you just said a minute ago, become aware of how you feel? Yeah. I uh, definitely. Yeah. 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 If you don't Yeah, you got to be aware of things that of your body. Right. I'm I'm going through things right now just trying to like better this body right. and just paying attention to how certain things make me feel. Would you uh, I already know the answer. It's rhetorical, but I'm going to throw it out and see yeah. what you have to say about it. Would you do you think it's important that these the next generation, the younger people that are on their way up become increasingly aware of how they feel and who is stimulating them to feel that way and do something about it more than anything yeah it's the most important thing yeah i'm glad you said that because yeah. that's that's something i've witnessed in you mm -hmm. and i've witnessed it in myself personally and other people around me i'm trying to teach them how to do the same thing yeah i mean don't, you, you probably listen to podcasts and all kinds of stuff anyway right now yeah. you're on one yeah probably have your own before you know it when you should because i believe in you 100 percent yeah but you, you look at what people say, and they always, I mean, it was um, Gary V. One of his biggest things, if you ask him, Gary Vaynerchuk, for people at home who don't know his name, mm -hmm. um, but he's amazing. But he says, it's about awareness, mm -hmm. number one thing. Mm -hmm. You got to be aware of what's going on in you and around you at all times. Yeah. And if you're not, then you're going to become driftwood. Mm -hmm. And driftwood just goes wherever the tide takes it. I was just going to say, it just floats along. It just floats it, along. And eventually it, it winds up someplace, right? Yeah. You can't just float along. You can to an extent yeah, without getting worked up. But as soon as you start feeling bad, you got to stop and look inward. Yeah, see what's change going. something. Yeah. yeah. See who's around you. See what you're doing. You Make know, a it's a lot like if you ate something uh, like a shellfish and your lips blew up mm. and you look like that Albert from the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> You know, most of our, anybody who's old like me would know that damn show. Yeah. But your lips will explode. Yeah. And you go, I'm allergic. Yeah. So don't eat it again. Yeah. Because I don't feel good. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Drink too much tequila one night and yeah. puke out your eyeballs and out your nose and out every other orifice. And you're like, I think I want to stay away from tequila. Yeah. You get a sense of how you feel. Mm -hmm. Now, those are the extreme examples, right? Yeah. But if you're at a social engagement and you don't like it, do you leave? Um, Not necessarily. But it just depends, right? Yeah. 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 But you have the choice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can do anything. That's one thing that helped me. It was like a kind of a turning point was um, I, I can do whatever I want. Right. 
you know and you like, do yeah like yeah. i have control to do whatever i want if i don't want to go somewhere i don't have to go if i don't want to be somewhere i can leave or you adjust it as you wish boy look at you sitting there what you're saying right now there's somebody out there a young woman between the age of 20 and 30 i'll just say mm-hmm. who's listening to you who that's great advice yeah that i don't have to do anything yeah I just have to be aware yeah. of who I am, stay in my lane, and enjoy my life. Mm-hmm. And they would go, oh, you think it's that easy? Well, it takes a while to get that. Absolutely. It's yeah. not an easy road to get there. Right. Because you want to fit in. You know, you want to do these certain things, but everyone's so different. Everyone reacts to yeah. stimuluses differently. You know, and some, for me, it was social gatherings for a while. Were you anxious yeah. in social gatherings? Yeah. 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 Are you... Do you feel more comfortable in your skin now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because I know that, like, let's say I was to go to a party, like, it's like all eyes are on me when I walk in. Right. And I didn't, I don't like that. Right. But now I'm, I'm, I can walk in and I can sit down if no one's talking to me. I'm sitting by myself. I'm totally cool with it. Right. I actually prefer it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I just like being yeah. like, observant. Yeah, I'm just observing. And if, like, yeah. I have a conversation that I want to have with someone, then... I'll do it. And if I don't, right. you know, whatever. It's I mean, just, you and I have had some of the longest conversations of your life. Nah, <laughs> I don't definitely. know if that's good or bad. But no, no, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. I've gotten to know you on that level. That's why I sit here with you today and I think, man, you came a long way from the days when you were completely confused about you. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not saying that just because you're May Lee, mm-hmm. just I had to do that to myself. Mm-hmm. I had to become aware of who I was. Mm-hmm. And I keep asking myself, how do I become a better man? Mm-hmm. How do I become a better person that I want to be? Mm-hmm. And, I, and it, it's, even though it can become something that is like, um, you know, you figure it out. This is the guy I want to be. But you have to work at it every day. Yeah, it's never going to stop. It's, it's know, a never ending battle. Isn't it? Yeah. It's like, it's crazy sometimes. You start thinking to yourself, why is it so damn hard? Mm-hmm. And you see people complain that it's hard and quit and try to infect it into somebody else so they can build their army of people who don't believe anymore that it's possible. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, I don't want to be around you. Yeah. But I want to lead. Yeah. But if you're not willing to follow mm-hmm. my lead, okay, mm-hmm. that's your choice. Yeah. And what is that choice? To, to stay where? As a victim. Yeah. It's victimhood. Don't you see that in the kids today? Yeah, I see that even in adults. Even in adults. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. yeah. It's not fair to pin it on the kids, but... No, but the adults are raising the kids. Oh, so. And there you go, yeah. right? Yeah, the so apple doesn't fall far. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it funny how that yeah. works? Yeah. Apples don't fall far from yeah. the trees. Yeah. So let me ask you the real tough question. Yeah. You got two parents. Mm-hmm. Which tree do you think you've fallen... Which stump do you think <laughs> you've fallen closest to? Oh, man. I think I'm a completely different tree. Yeah. Yeah. Think of your own tree. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I'll, gi- I'll give you my opinion in a second, yeah. but let's hear yours. Wow, which tree, huh? I mean, I think both my parents have their issues. Um, as, as we do. As everyone does. Sure. They both have their good parts. Yeah. And I hope I like to believe that I'm a little bit of both of yeah. each of their better parts. Yeah. So. Okay, you want mine? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I give you my opinion. Yeah. All right, I'll tell you what. Your father's as goofy as a pet coon, mm. but he, he really means no harm. Mm-hmm. Some days he struggles to be able to express it, uh, but down deep inside there's a real, there's a real deep heart mm-hmm. that's covered with a lot of stuff. 
And you mm-hmm. got a piece of that. Mm-hmm. Then you got your mom, who I have a great sense of love for. She's listening right now. <laughs> and, and you know I love you like crazy. Yeah. We have our own relationship, and it's yeah. good. I love your mom. She's a wonderful person. Yeah. Um, and she's frustrated mm-hmm. at times. But for the most part, she loves to love, and she wants to give to everybody she possibly can. Mm-hmm. So I'll never tell you about the negatives of anybody, including your parents, because I don't think that's important. Mm-hmm. And the important thing is, what was the wonderful things you took from them? Mm-hmm. So it's compassion, empathy, and love mixed around with a bunch of difficult hot sauce on top of it. Mm-hmm. So in order to get to the underlying deliciousness, you have to get past the hot, the hot sauce sometimes in order yeah. to figure out who you are. Yeah. But you are definitely your own woman. Yeah. 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 And I think that's what you were expressing to me is that listen, I'm I'm a tree maybe like you've never seen before. I'm my yeah. own damn tree. Yeah. You know, and, and on the flip side, you're still the glue in the family. Yeah. You know, your brothers probably don't realize how important you are to their development because they're young men with testosterone. Mm-hmm. But if they don't have that estrogen component, that compassionate side that tries to see it from a different perspective, if that's all you instill, mm-hmm. that's that's enough. Yeah. And I think deep down they realize it. Yeah. But they're guys. They're they guys. they have a hard and their time. Siblings. <laughs> they're siblings. Yeah. They have a hard time expressing it. But um, sometimes, as the sister, like I was saying earlier, is hard because I don't. I didn't. Other than my mother, have a real like solid female um, influence. influence. Right. And so I was always looking to my brothers for that. You know, like encouragement or you know, like yeah whatever and did it struggle to come from them it's still a struggle yeah Yeah, for sure but i don't fault them for it you know because i know who they are yeah but it's hard sometimes to get through but luckily now i have a sister-in-law yeah and we're every every day growing closer and closer so we have each other for that and bonding with your niece and bonding with my niece hopefully raise her to you know i told my brother the other day actually like the best thing you can do, not that I know anything about having children because I don't have any children, but sure. from my experience, encourage her to do whatever she wants. Right. Make like take her to do she has an idea about a sport and an arts activity, dancing, whatever, just take her to do it. Right. You know, if she does well at it, sweet. If she doesn't, on to the next thing. Right. But like that encouragement is huge. That's something I'm beginning to realize. I've been doing a lot of reflecting on the last yeah. couple months. Do you feel like that some of your upbringing has given you today, now at 30, a perspective which really works for you? Meaning um, that you might have had to get over some things that you wish you had, but you can give it to somebody else now. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, for everything that I went through, like I wouldn't be who I am today without it. And I can, I still struggle with it within myself, yeah. you know, kind of accepting it, trying to maneuver and implement it in my life. But for some weird reason, I know how to now like share it with my niece or yeah. with other people. Yeah. It's always like easier to give advice than take your own advice type of thing, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, you've asked for advice from me for years. Mm. And now I'm seeing, the, I don't want to say the tide's turning. I'm just watching the development. Yeah. And now you have wisdom because you've lived a lot of life. Mm-hmm. And with the wisdom, you're able to, um, as I like to say, access it and it comes but it doesn't come when life is chaotic, does it? No. It comes when you have a moment of reflection. Yeah. 
And then you've used that term with me that I've just learned to reflect at times at at my life and decide where I am now. And if I were to ask you, where are you going to be in five years? I'm sure you could write it all down on paper, right? Which what your goals are. Yeah. But at the same time. Those are, I mean, you can write down where you hope to be. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of times they come out as like material things in a way. Yeah. For a lot of people. yeah, Yeah. You hope to have this or be doing that. But like where I'm going to be in five years as a person. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Hopefully you just better. Yeah. You know, I'm, that's what I'm going to strive for. Right. More open and just, just, yeah, keep reflecting. And So if you were to look back at your 20 year old self, would you give yourself the advice to just pump the brakes a little and develop yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't listen though. Of course not. Yeah. Right. You <laughs> yeah. didn't listen to me for years. No. I had to beat it into you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, but like we were talking earlier, for some reason, forever, um, whenever I needed advice or yeah. I was going through a hard time, I always reached out to right. my elders. Yeah. You know, I have, a, I have a few older cousins and family friends that were good role models in my life, and I'd always reach out to them. Right. Never my peers. For some reason, I'm not really sure. That may be something I'll reflect on. Yeah. Well, maybe later your peers didn't have what it, that weren't. They just hadn't developed their own sense of awareness yet. Yeah. Yeah, I always felt like I was, I kind of matured a little quicker oh, you than definitely. a lot of my you friends. You had to. Yeah, I absolutely had to. You were on your own, you were, I don't say alone, but you were on your own for a lot of your upbringing. Yeah. Um, and watching and learning, and you could have learned a lot of, you know, things that weren't good for you. Oh, I could have went in a completely different direction. Right. Me and my brothers have talked about this, like. Yeah. Even parents of friends have said, like, you know, you turned out all right. Yeah. Could have went all of you guys completely did. different way. Yeah, because when I met you guys, I mean, I don't know what the connection was. If I had to reflect, it's like I, I, there was, I don't know, I, I find a similar struggle there. Yeah. You know, whatever yeah. it is, for identity and try to figure it out. And, mm-hmm. and like I have a sister, and she has seven brothers, and you're – a, a gal with, with two brothers, mm-hmm. but she didn't have any sister influence either. She yeah. only had her mom. So I look at you and I, I have that sense of, I, f- I, I don't want to say I feel for you. That's not my point. My point is I, I feel you. Mm-hmm. I feel your essence. And I'm like, I know what that is. Yeah. But I, I have to ask you, do you ever feel as though, because there's mostly been a lot of men in your life, that you don't enjoy the lady drama that might be out there in certain social environments? Absolutely. Yeah. Growing up, I mean, I had two maybe close girlfriends. Yeah. I was always part of the guys playing fo- football, soccer, basketball. It's just, right. it's just what I was. I was um, looking at it from a guy's perspective yeah. sometimes too, right? Yeah, and that's something definitely over the years that I've reflected on as well, where I've gained more girlfriends. Right. So I'm hearing now their perspective on things and how they think, and it, it kind of blows my mind because it's like. Should I be thinking that way because I'm a girl? Like, I've been thinking in a man's perspective forever. But then I'm like, I look at the guys and I'm like, you guys are nuts too. You know, like, how are you thinking this way? Now you have to, you know, think about, that's something my younger brother has his first girlfriend ever. He comes to me with um, these conversations that they have and like the way she's thinking or the way she proposes things to her feelings. And he's just like, (laughs) what is going on all women are crazy and i'm just and so now that like i grew up with the male perspective 
I, I get his side. Right. But now I, I'm also... You're a woman. I'm a woman. So I know how she feels. So right. I'm, I can now like well, help him yeah, you, you got, maneuver this. You've got some cool stuff to offer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a struggle though because internally too I struggle because it's like I get you. Like I totally get, you know, your realistic point of view here. Right. But then you got women, very emotional. You know, we act off of our emotions. We sure. have different thought processes and... It, yeah, it's a tough, yeah. it's a tough thing to. It's funny because your brother, um, again, one of my favorite people, uh, but he was logged into that. Women are just dumb, yeah, and that's the way it is. And he was so dead set against being in a, a meaningful relationship because there is nothing meaningful about relationships because women yeah. can't put it together. Mm-hmm. But in reality, he's full of crap. Mm-hmm. And now we started to realize that women are actually really cool. Mm-hmm. And although they may run on a high emotional system, here's the misnomer. Men are very emotional as well. Mm. For men to believe that they're not emotional and that women are, that's that's inappropriate. That's not accurate from a neurological perspective. Yeah. Everything we do is our behaviors are driven by emotion. If a guy gets up and, you know, wants to, you know, fist pump his buddy and give him a bro hug, that's emotional. Yeah. When he puts on his his gear and he goes to work, he doesn't want to be seen naked at work. That would embarrass him. Yeah. It's emotional. Yeah. Women tend to express their emotions in a way that are contrary to the way men classically uh, use their emotions, but all humans are built on emotion. Mm-hmm. And if you tell a human how to feel, mm. then, or should I say, you could tell them how to feel, they don't have to accept it. Yeah. But if you try to bull rush them, especially if you're a parent trying to teach a kid, you shouldn't feel that way. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. I'm just human and humans are meant to feel and to feel emotion. And that's what drives our behavior. Mm -hmm. So there's where they, when you look back now and you say, you know what, I I just need to kind of reflect and I I need to sit back and see what kind of emotions I have and who I am. I need to become aware of who I am. Mm -hmm. And listen, it's not easy, but you you should start. Yeah. You know, you should start at some point. Yeah, you have to. Because you're not, it's, you got to be patient with it. Yeah. Because it's a work in progress and you're going to, things are going to confuse you. Things are going to contradict each other and you'll get frustrated, but it's okay to get frustrated and like, just reflect for 10 minutes. You get frustrated, cut it off for the day, you know, come back to it in a couple of days. Do you take time to like, <clears throat> I don't know if you want to call it meditate. When you say reflect, yeah. do you ever, how do you do that? Um... I I mean I spend a lot of time alone. You know, I'm I'm with my brothers a lot and my new niece now, but my job I'm a dog walker, so I'm just dogs can't really talk back to you. So I'm walking all right. day and I can just go through things in my brain, you know, something that may be bothering me that day or um if an event within my family happens. Um yeah, I just kinda sit and put some music on and just think about things. But also, one of the biggest things that help, helps me reflect, to be honest, is just talking to other people. You right. don't need to be alone necessarily to reflect. Right. Because for me, and I think for a lot of people, just knowing somebody else is kind of going through the same thing. You know, everyone has their issues. Right. And realizing, like deeply realizing everyone truly has their own issues mm. kind of allows you to relax on your own issues right. and your anxieties and yeah. calm yourself down yeah. and then yeah i kind of just That's i good. write i write things down a lot just yeah. to get it out of here do you journal at all like write down things that you're thinking of 
Yeah, yeah, it'll be kind of in like you know bullet form. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's helped me just to get it out of my head. You know, because a lot of times I'll like ruminate about it, so I don't forget it. Like I need to go home and right. think about that, or yeah. you just write it down. Then you can, it's out of there. Right. You know that if you want to come back and yeah. look at it again, yeah, it's an ordered way of looking at things. Yeah. <clears throat> I like uh, Joe Dispenza. A lot of people out there kind of know who he is. He's just a another. He was a chiropractor for is 30 years like me mm-hmm. um, and has a great appreciation for the brain and neuroscience. And, you know, I listen to him sometimes. Some of the things he comes up with are you know, the pretty powerful things of the way we want to look at, at ourselves and our lives, where we want to go. And the reflection is about coherence. It's about mm-hmm. looking at your brain and how ordered the thinking processes are. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, they're completely all over the map yeah you know one minute they're this one day they're that they want to date this one then they don't like that one and they don't invest in this but they're afraid to do it they're all over the place mm-hmm. and what i see in my clinical practice is that affects their physiology it affects their mm-hmm. heart rate their heart rate variability i find people that come into my office that are very dizzy they're lightheaded uh they're cramping from dehydration what is going on with these people mm-hmm. well their level of cerebral coherence meaning that they can think in such ordered ways isn't that to be perfect right mm-hmm. but if you can't sit around and have your head being blown up by life yeah you got to find a way to kind of write it down i like yeah. the way you just said because yeah. i do the same I, I have a lot of notebooks if you're in here well you're here with yeah. me now but i got notebooks everywhere yeah, yeah. <clears throat> i got post-it notes all over the place yeah just write it down yeah my notepad and my phone is full of just random stuff yeah but it, you know i have to ask you a question is it truly random or are they pieces of a puzzle that we don't really see until enough time has passed yeah yeah no they'll come to me at some point you know there's a reason why i wrote that down yeah at some point in my life i'll come back to it and it'll make sense yeah and it'll all kind of it's already done that hasn't it yeah in a lot of different ways yeah for sure yeah you know i was watching something uh you're probably too young for this but you probably do know what it is it's it's kung fu the special in the 1970s yeah. right yeah. i grew up with that Kwai chain kane yeah. was his name right yeah. he was the grasshopper yeah. you know, what is that you, song that they do uh, like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right and there was this there was always a scene as a with with the sage his master and he would say he called them grasshopper mm-hmm. he said grasshopper when you can snatch the pebble from my hand it is time for you to go Right? And I was like, oh. So I was talking to a life, I was doing a little life session in here with somebody. We we're having a nice conversation. It's a young lady. And she said something about her daughter. She called her Grasshopper. And I said, Grasshopper? <laughs> do you know what Grasshopper is? She goes, well, what do you mean? I'm going, Grasshopper means something. She goes, oh, uh, I, I don't know. I said, let me show you something. Because I have, you know, the, the, uh, the big monitor in here so i pull up youtube yeah. i hadn't i had never pulled this up before i said it's got to be on there right yeah you know the episodes from the yeah. 70s so yeah. i look it up and i show it to her she's she's like oh my god i didn't know anything about this i said yeah it's it, you know it's kung fu man yeah, yeah. so as i'm listening to kung fu and i grew up with this and like when i was six seven eight years old i was watching kung fu episodes at my brother's in the afternoon 4 30 on channel 38 for anybody who lives in the boston area <laughs> near my age you know what that means right so i'm listening to this and all of a sudden they said something about, it is the way, grasshopper. And I said, the way? And I started thinking, the way is a book that I read. It's called the Tao Te Ching. And I'm like, written by Lao Tzu in the 7th century BC. I read everything. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. I want to get some value out of life, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And what does he say? The Tao says this. And I was like, holy moly. And as he began to give these, I call them isms, mm-hmm. these little things in life. Yeah. You know, it's like, the journey of a thousand steps, young grasshopper, 
begin with the with the first step. And I'm thinking everybody knows these things, right? You, yeah. know, you just know them. Where do they come from? Nobody knows, right? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say nobody, but most, most people don't. This young lady didn't. So I started to reflect going back, right? And I'm like, wait a minute. I have read the Tao Te Ching in the modern day. It's 81 verses of amazing stuff, but it's deep, man. And you've got to be really prepared to think deep to be able to get something out of what he said. Yeah. Not that we can't, right? Yeah. So I read a book by uh, Wayne Dyer called Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Mind. I was yeah. going to read it anyway, right? Or Change Your Life. What is it? He took the 81 verses of the Tao Te Ching and began to talk about them uh-huh. and what they mean in, in, the, in, in the modern world. Yeah. I'm like, well, whatever was said 2,700 years ago isn't any different than where we are today. Yeah. We haven't evolved in 2,700 years. You've yeah. you got to add a lot more years to evolve. It would be like the Beatles music today. Mm-hmm. Isn't it just as relevant today, their lyrics and their songs, as it yeah. was 40, 50 years ago? Yeah. It's just, it's timeless. Yeah. So I'm looking at this, and, I, and he said it was the Tao Te Ching. So I watched a couple of episodes, and everything that he said, all those wonderful isms that I've lived my life with, they happened Back when I was a kid, mm. and then when I'm an adult and I've had this neurological education, working with people for 30 years, and I'm reading this stuff, and I'm so connected to it, little did I know, that connection happened when I was a child. Mm-hmm. And now it's all coming full circle again. Mm-hmm. Haven't you noticed this in your own life? Yeah. That there are things that you thought of when you were a kid and the, what you were doing with your life that now seem to make sense to you? Mm-hmm. What's next? Yeah. Th- <laughs> things that don't make sense now will make sense in... Another 30 years. Yeah, whatever whatever that time frame is, yeah, right? Yeah, Wouldn't that be good advice for the young people? Well, you've already given great advice, but think about, and I'm going to say this from a, from a female perspective because obviously. Because uh, you, you are one. Yeah, and you're yeah. not going to talk to the boys. No. You can't, you're not a boy. You're not a man. Yeah. You're not going to know our perspective. Yeah. But if you, and you have been this, this person in your life that's seeking something to make you feel like you belong on this planet what what would be some things that you might want to share with somebody who would be younger maybe a younger girl who's a teenage girl she's in school right now and she's struggling with her own existence what did you what did you learn throughout your life that might be a couple of just simple little things for them to take stock in to help them get past the difficult times um well there's so many little ones um the, the biggest I think would be um, don't be scared of being vulnerable mm-hmm. because I today like even with my own friends they're scared to share things that are going on in their life or you know their stress stresses their anxieties and maybe it was because of how I grew up but pretty much my whole life I never really had an issue with um sharing how I feel mm. you know I've always I always had this sensation like if I feel this way I need to talk about it you know like I just need someone else to know I need someone else's opinion mm. on um on how I'm feeling not necessarily to like direct me in any way but just like get it out like don't I'd say just don't be scared to share how you feel talk to somebody mm. even if it's a teacher guidance counselor friend parent if you can i know that's hard sometimes sure um and uh be patient with things you know like try not to get worked up over things put yourself growing up i was i went through some therapy and they had me build a toolbox 
you know, when I, when you'd get really anxious or stressed out over certain things to calm yourself down, think about a happy moment, you know, like your vacation in Aruba when you were however old, right. you know, just bring yourself back to the beach, you know, think about the beach or whatever you love, you know, also get out in the nature, go for a walk in the woods, get some fresh air. Right. It kind of just automatically shuts things down for a little while. It's okay to not figure it out right now because likely you're not going to figure it out right now. Wow. So don't stress too much over it day by day. Little progress every day. Even if you don't have progress one day, it's okay. Yeah. Maybe just make a little bit, make it a little bit better each day. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. If you have a down day and you don't, don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah, it's funny because I hear your voice. Yeah. Other young women are going to hear your voice and they're going to resonate with you as a female voice. But if we took our voices out of it, isn't it great advice that you just gave for anybody of any age, of any gender? Absolutely. You know? Yeah. It's like, don't take yourself so damn serious. Yeah. And give yourself time to just be aware of the things that are going on around you Mm -hmm. so that you can find peace, which is already within you, Mm -hmm. which is otherwise being you know, beat up by, by your perspective, which yeah. is off. I think yeah. we live in that. Don't, don't you feel like sometimes we live in such a instant gratification world? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. People need that fix now. Right. And it's, I think based out of just like comparing yourself to everyone, you know, you got to, my neighbor's got the, just got a brand new car. I need a new brand new car, you know? Yeah. And if I've, I can't get it, then I'm not worthy. Yeah. And you've, you make yourself feel like crap you know like don't beat yourself up don't bring yourself down for these material things you know they're not important yeah the people you have in your life are way more important than what kind of car you drive Ooh, what kind of wonderful advice my even what kind of education you have where did you learn those things (laughs) i don't know i figured it out on my own (laughs) yeah i didn't have any help no (laughs) especially not from this guy no oh my god you have nailed it right on the head there that makes a ton of sense i'm actually living my life what you're describing now and even on the and i keep uh, uh referring to the last podcast i just did it a half hour before you had come over to hang out with me but Mm. it's that so important that the things that you don't that you can't buy tend to wind up being always the most things that are the the richest things in your life Mm -hmm. it's the relationships and having people around you that love and care for you and Mm -hmm. you know the story of my podcast of the of the uh uh, a couple weeks ago i did one on um the the kidney stone that I was suffering oh, yeah. from and how bad it was. Yeah. But the greatest thing wasn't that I was driven there in my expensive automobile to the hospital. Yeah. It was who was driving the car. Yeah. It was my gorgeous wife, my wonderful wife who loves me for all it's worth and sees me suffering. And now she's suffering with me, but she's holding my hand mm-hmm. and she's smooching me and she's <laughs> just like, I, this is my guy. Yeah. And I'm like, what's that worth? Yeah. You know, for me, it's worth everything in the world. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter what my value is from a monetary perspective. And that usually takes care of itself anyway. Yeah. Because people will invest their monetary uh, influence in me when I give back to them mm-hmm. you know it's kind of a business world if you will but i've always been taken care of mm-hmm. haven't you yeah yeah absolutely it always seems to work out right yeah yeah that's another thing that like once you kind of find a little bit of peace by no means am i fully at peace you know i still have struggles every day but 
when you got a good day, things you you thought you were never going to achieve, you know, maybe a couple months ago, even years ago, like yeah. everything kind of just falls into place when you can calm your mind down and just kind of live in the moment, let things come and go, let right. them flow. It's hard, don't get me wrong, but you got to practice it every day. But it's powerful coming from someone like you. And I say that because I've known you for so long. Yeah. But you've been able to figure out things about yourself that other people would have quit yeah. on yeah. at some point. I mean, I've tried, you know, I there's so many times where I was like, I'm on the verge of quitting. Right. You know, and a lot of times it got scary. Right. And um, and you need the tribe. Yeah, you got to have the drive. You got to have the yeah, tribe. Yeah, one of those moments, my brother is like, in lack of better words, get your shit together. Right. You're not, you know, we're, we're going to take you somewhere. Right. And I was like, all right. Okay. <laughs> That's all I kind of needed, <laughs> you know, but I know it's harder for some people yeah. to get to that point and some people don't have those people. Right. So you just kind of. Is it possible that if you had gone and taken your perspective into a, a different place than you have today that you wouldn't be here? Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, if you went dark, yeah, you, you've been in dark before. I've been, yeah, I've been pretty dark. And if you go deeply um, dark and you don't come out, you don't come out at all. Yeah. I'll, to be honest, that I never had those thoughts mm. before i've never been i guess that dark mm. to that extent but with that said if i stayed as dark as i did it could have gotten darker right you know like i don't know what that next step that next stage of darkness could have been and do you think that other people's compassion towards you was able to help start in a new direction towards something brighter or do you have um, to do it all by yourself? What's no, your perspective? You, that's another whole big thing. You cannot do this by yourself. You got to like, you have to pick the people around your life, in your life, around you, and pick them wisely. Because right. I know a lot of people, they say like, I can't do this alone. Or like, this is really hard. I don't have anybody. And it's like, well, you do. You just, the people that, you least expect to be there for you are the ones that you need to be in there. And the ones right. that may be the closest to you aren't the right ones right. to help you with this right now. Because a lot of times the ones inside your box aren't the right ones. You need people outside right? because they'll get emotional. You know, your parents, your siblings, they, they have biases towards you and your life and where they want you. They're upset because you're upset right. and they don't really know how to deal with it. So it's hard for them to give you uh, a cleaner perspective because yeah. they're really close to the fire, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. They could yeah. be part of the fire. They could be part of the fire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's such a great observation because yeah. I, I, I'm, I don't expect any less of you when you just said that, but yeah. that's hard for people to get to. It takes a lot of years. I'm 55. Oh, yeah. You're 30, 31 coming up. You've already figured out stuff that took me a lot longer to figure out, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and again, we're completely different people yet. We share the same, passion uh, which is just taking care of ourselves and taking care of others but yeah it just takes time to get to those particular the, those milestones yeah. but you know i've always believed this and i've seen it in yourself and in myself and people that i work with it, it doesn't happen at the same time 
no. for everybody else. Yeah. This is why when I see people wanting to do these New Year's resolutions, I just don't think anything of it. Yeah. Because how could everybody be ready at the same time to change their lives? Yeah, they're not. They're not. And it's that's another added pressure. Yeah. You know, you see everyone around you doing these things and you're like, okay, well, I got it. You know, I'm at the age where everyone's getting married and having kids. And I would, I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel that pressure at a certain point. Sure. But like, there's no part of me that wants that right yet, right now, you know? So it's like, you got to try to just stay focused on your own track and what you want with your life. Comparing is hard, especially with social media and everything's just out there for you to see. But, um, yeah, you get kind of, you just got to stay focused on what you want. Well, I think about your brother all these years telling me that, you know, he's not really interested in who will never be in a, an intimate, or should I say, when I say intimate, I don't mean sexually intimate, but a a really emotionally intimate relationship. And I, I kept thinking to myself, I hope that that changes in time and then he matures like a fine wine and says, Hey, you know what? There actually is something really cool about being in this. And yeah. I don't know where he's going to go in his future. I want him to be the best as well, of yeah. course. Be the best that he can be of himself. Yeah. But when you really look at it, watching people kind of grow and mature, again, like that fine wine, mm. it's really satisfying. Yeah. For me, it's been all these years watching you and your family. I go, yeah, it is. But I'm getting back way more than I feel like I even invested early on in our relationships. And I go, that's what long-term relationships are about. Yeah. They take years to yeah. formulate. Yeah. You know, and then you support them day after day after day. But when you're young and you're at home and you're at school and you're struggling or you've got a new job and you're in your late 20s or early 30s, you're grinding and working for all these material things, which they're important because mm-hmm. we have to have them. Yeah. But we put so much weight in them. Yeah. Then they screw our head up. Yeah. And then we start to second guess and we digress on being the person that we truly want to be. Yeah. And that's what you said, and I like that. Yeah. I really enjoy hearing you say that. That it's who am I going to be in five years? Am I going to have a new company, a new house, a new this, a new that? They're all appropriate, but what you but those are the things that you want. Yeah. The question is, do you have what you need? Yeah. And you go, yeah, yeah, I have what I need. You have what you need right now. Yeah. Which is sitting in front of me doing a podcast and talking about our lives, and maybe five years ago this wouldn't have been. Uh, appropriate yeah you couldn't have handled it then no i wouldn't have really probably much to say i mean i probably could come up with something but but truly believe it yeah but you're living it yeah you're living yeah that's what makes me so proud of you as i go you're actually living what you've experienced and you've hung in there through some of the more difficult times when you could have given up Mm -hmm. on your perspective and just said screw it Mm -hmm. i'll just become like everybody else and i'll conform yeah and, you know, they always say that conformity is like being, it's like cowardice. Yeah. It's like giving in to what everybody else wants. Everybody likes you, yeah. but you don't like yourself. It's the easy road. You know, kind yeah. of someone's already done the hard work for you. Yeah. And if each one of us is, all, this, this is my little piece at the very end of our conversation, and I always have to throw it in there because I'm a control freak. <laughs> it's just that each one of us needs to be authentic to who we are. Yeah. There's no competition to be Maylee and to be Pete. Yeah. There's, there isn't any. You're no better than me, no offense. Yeah. We're equal. Everyone, right. Everyone's equal. Everybody's got something they're passionate about, yeah. which makes us completely individualized. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. I like being me. Yeah. You know, some days I like to be sitting back and th- there's a guy on TV that I listen to. Uh, he's on Fox a bunch of times. He's from the Ho- the Hoover Institute and he is a professor. Mm. But when he talks, let me give you an idea of how he talks. He's like, well, 
let me explain it this way. When you look at things from this particular perspective, it really muddies up the water and it gives us no closer to finding who we are. That's the kind of the way he talks. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. I'm so drawn to it, but it ain't me. It's like sensual. It is, yeah. but I can't do it. Yeah. That's just not me. I'm a knucklehead, yeah. you know, and I realize yeah. it, I, as much as I have respect for that, and I like that, yeah. I have such respect for the man and the way he delivers his message. Yeah. But I have to be careful not to want to be him. Yeah. Because I'm not him. Yeah, no. But I could take facets of what he is and reflect them into my life to make my life a little more interesting. But I can't change me. No. No, do I want to? Yeah. Stay in my lane. Yeah. Right? As I am who I am. Yeah. So who are you? Oh, God. See if you can figure that question out. I don't, that that one gives me anxiety immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. You know, I just, yeah. I don't even know if there is an answer, right? Yeah, to be honest, there might not be. But when you're talking to yourself and you're reflecting for people at home listening to us, mm-hmm. I, I can tell you, when you're reflecting and maybe you meditate a little bit and you get all that thinking out of your head for just a little while, yeah. then you can feel more. Yeah. Like when you hold your niece in your arms, what's that feel like? I just, it's, you can't describe you it. You can't describe it, yeah. right? It's, yeah. it's a feeling that it just needs to be experienced. Yeah. Well, and also she brings things back into perspective of like the little things that are important, right. you know, like. Watching her smile, getting her to smile, getting her to giggle. Right. You know, like learning how to just like, this toy makes noise, you right. know, like being absolutely present. Yes. And it's like, there's so much in this world that is unnecessary for us to spend time on oh. thinking or yeah. anything. Man, you nailed it right yeah. there, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the children will show you how to do that. Ah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Being they, more childlike is more important than anything. You know, I forget where I heard it the other day, but I heard that exact thing, like being childlike. And it immediately clicked in my brain, like, people have said to me, when are you going to, like, you know, settle down? When are you going to do this? It's like, honestly, I kind of want to be childlike for as long as possible. Yeah. Aren't you settled down now? I th- I think so. I'm, Aren't you grounded and rooted? Yeah. What is? This, but that's somebody else's perspective of what they think. Yeah, that is this settled down. Your your speak you speak of or yeah. this like you're supposed to be doing this at this age stuff. It's like huh? I never. Where's that book? I never got that book. Right. You know. Yeah. This, and you don't need that book. No, I don't. I'm yeah. just like. But you have other people's pressures come in, and you like look back and you start kind of like beating yourself up like should i be doing this yeah. like am i running out of time like what's going on then you got to bring it back well it's the book of conformity yeah and you don't you don't want to read that book yeah well those people don't understand why you don't want to be doing these things or right. why you don't feel that way and the heavy pressure of the social media and, and, the yeah. new, and the way we've constructed this new world of ours leaves us all kind of like having to be under the pressure to be able to perform at a level that people will like us yeah but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know? What? If you can get past having people like you, your life would be a lot smoother <laughs> pretty quickly. Yes. If you just don't give a shit yes. what people think of you, then... You're, you're nine-tenths of the law is right there, right? Yeah, you're halfway there. You're halfway there. Yeah. You're just like, I'm good. Yeah. If you don't like me, it's okay. Yeah. But I'm gonna, I'm still going to be me yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. But that will always bring some level of anxiety because we always want to... Un- I know I do. I want to unlock more interesting pieces of who I am mm-hmm. because I know that that's what life is. Yeah. It's a, if I get to live a long life, I hope I don't just implode and stick my head in the sand yeah. and just become nothing. Yeah. I want to know more about who I am. So I, I always think that it's important, and I know this is you. you got to become a yes person 
just say yes when someone says, hey, would you like to jump out of a plane? Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. You want to take a trip to Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. How come? I don't know. Yeah. But it's different. <laughs> yeah. It's novel. The yeah. brain loves, you know, novel things, new things. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. You have to continue to challenge yourself. Yeah. If you don't, then you'll get to that place in life near the end and then have this thing, this awful word called regret. Mm. And then... Oh, that's a sad place to be. Yeah. They always say the richest ground is in the cemeteries where most of the dreams have died. Yeah. People never brought them to fruition because they couldn't get over their crap. They became a conformist Mm -hmm. and they thought that everybody else was better than them. And it's not true. It isn't true. And you've said it so often, so eloquently today that just get over your stuff. Mm. Don't let people try to tell you what to do. Just be who you are. Yeah. And let that be enough. Follow how you feel. That's That's like... It's what I do, you know, like things, I have to make big decisions. If I don't feel like logistically, it could look like the perfect time. But if I don't feel like it is like an overwhelming feeling of anxiety for it, it's not the right time. You know, there are times where you should push yourself a little bit past your anxiety, you know, if it makes complete sense. But if you don't feel it, don't do it. Right. Do it again in a couple months, you know. And maybe if you don't feel it or it feels off, that you get some perspective from somebody else who's yeah. got maybe more experience yeah. who can spell it out for you so that you can maybe make a better decision for yourself based on something you didn't see. Yeah. But I agree with you wholeheartedly that if it's going to create you know, sickness and, and awful nights of sleep and script your relationships, you're probably trying to do something that is not right for you at the moment. Yeah, it's not the right time. And just and back off. Yeah. Always talk to your elders. Yeah. They've been through it. Yeah. Just oh, there's plenty of knuckleheads. I'm one of them. Yeah, yeah. But you're one of the first ones on my phone, in yeah. my phone list to call. And vice versa. We're yeah. always there for each other. Absolutely. So. Hey, thanks for coming on today and having a chat with me. Thanks for having me. This is me. kind of another milestone for us. I'm sure yeah. we'll do more. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Yeah, and I hope everybody out there who had a chance to sit and listen to us, I know I'll have to break it down because not everybody has a full hour to sit, but yeah. uh, I would encourage everybody to... You know, take the words that that you spoke and uh, incorporate that into their lives because you uh, and the way you are and and who you are will impact so many. And this is just another avenue for which, uh, you know, I've uh, been blessed to to be able to enjoy with you. So thanks. I'm blessed as well. Like, I honestly trust you with my life. Wouldn't be where I am today without you in my life. Same here. For sure. All right. All right. My friend. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Thanks. See you. Bye.